we should try and co-do it and just see if we can do it. And if not, we'll just figure out. We'll we'll, we'll play it by queer because it's pride. Okay. Well, I'll just. I think we should just say that I'm doing it, and then we'll have our normal <laughs> okay. thing. Because we always we end up having mishaps anyway, so it's like it doesn't even fucking matter. I think we should definitely do that, but not. <laughs> <laughs> now you can tell what my management style would be if I had like employees. Good. You know what? I was totally on board with it. <laughs> hey, and I'm listening, and I'm hearing you, and I'm absorbing. All of that good stuff you're saying. Everything you're saying is right, but it's wrong. (laughs) But it's completely wrong. Here's why. Here's why. All right. It's on on you, bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) You're entering a realm which is unusual. Maybe it's magic or contains some kind of monster. The second one. Prepare to enter. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. Hello and welcome to the world of tomorrow. Tomorrow. My name's Willie. My name's Danny Doo. Named after me father, Didgery. (laughs) (laughs) Didgery was such an amazing bloke. Didgery uh, Dangle Doo. Didgery Dangle Doo. R.I.P. <laughs> Gold Race is zombie bones bit by an iguana. Baby bones. Baby bones. Wait, what bit was that? The Wizard of Oz? And then bit by a Tasmanian devil. Then bit by <laughs> two more spiders. Then bit by no, 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 Mike Tyson. And and God, God rest of me was going to recover until that stingray got to him. <laughs> The the, uh, the Corvette Stingray. Uh, he got hit by a car. Basically, he was gonna. He was walking out of the hospital. And he got walking hit by right a car. Out. <laughs> <laughs> he was do, he was doing donuts in his wheelchair, and he got hit by a Stingray. And he, he he slipped right off the curb, and then he got hit by a car right in front of the hospital. But did on site, so. Dead, dead on arrival. <laughs> I could just tell. I was there and I could just tell he's dead now. He's officially dead. You're slipping into Irish. I could just tell. I could just tell. <laughs> By looking at the Blarney Stone, I could tell he was a goner. <laughs> well, I looked at me Blarney Stone and, well, after I got rid of all of those notifications, all my Blarney social media. <laughs> Blarney is kind of a good social media. Like, oh yeah, I'm on Blarney. I'm on Truth actually, Social like, and Blarney. Like, it's an Irish dating app. <laughs> well, uh, welcome, welcome everybody. Welcome. <laughs> okay, keep thinking about that and I'll take this will, with the rest of the intro. Something welcome about everybody. stones, but yes. <laughs> welcome everybody to the world of tomorrow. This is a Futurama-centric podcast. And yeah, sometimes we get off topic, but <laughs> that's just okay. the way it goes. <laughs> get okay. over it, sheeple. Um, I am, of course, Willie, and I'm today joined by Danny Dew, son of Didgeridoo. <laughs> that's, that's correct. Uh, he was a good man. What can I say? And, uh, sometimes go by Daniel. <laughs> but that's like 1% of the time. It's like 1%. It's, I mean, honestly, the percentage of people who actually call me Daniel versus some type of like dairy, cheese, cheeseman, cheesy poo, cheesy pants – 
all I, of it feels weird when I in person and I'm talking to you and I say Daniel. It feels weird. Does well because well okay, but that's that's for different reasons because it's it's definitely like a spectrum, right? Like there's people who like don't know me well enough, they call me cheese, and people who know me well enough call me Daniel, but you're so much further on that we have so many different nicknames for each other, like guy. <laughs> oh, like, it's like calling so someone who has like PD. You know, it's like calling someone named Dan their full name, Daniel. Like if oh, no one calls them yes. Or like when people if people call me William. Like, like it's, it, well, name, but. it's that thing of like when you call celebrities their like full name, like Daniel Levy or like Dan Day Lewis. Yeah, yeah. You just change <laughs> Bob like, De Niro. <laughs> Joseph Robinette Biden. <laughs> um, Robinette gets me. Anyway, time. we have already gotten ourselves on too many tangents. Um, so today we're going to cover season two, episode eighteen, "The Problem with Poplars." Poplars. And PD and I last week were talking about how much we were looking forward to this episode. Yeah, anything I Omicronian. That sentiment honestly. still stands. And well, you know what, PD, I did make a linkage while watching this one um, for you, which is that yes. Any Omicronian episode is also going to involve ding, 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 space, space travel. travel. And so okay. that is an element in here, both on the side of Planet Express, but also on the side of the Omicronians. Yes. Yeah. We get it. We get it both ways. Um, this is a very bi episode. It goes, space travel goes both ways. <laughs> yes, exactly. This is uh, the B. Our pride episode. Yes, exactly. In the LGBTQ <laughs> of uh, animation. Because space travel is going both ways, baby. But there's also travel. so many other ones. This is also similar to, I think we were talking about Why Must I Be a Crustacean in Love, where there's a lot of, or no, wait a minute. I, th- I take it back. I think it was Bender Gets Made, where a lot of the dialogue is one-liners. Like, they, yes, they're I continuing the story, but there's a agree. lot of good one-liners and quotes written down. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, well, no, spo- spoiler alert. Um, when Jur is the bib, the poplar, is mm-hmm. like, caca hedge. Like, we'll have to bleep that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wrote that down, too. I feel like there's tons of great one-liners in here. Uh, we'll get into them um, into when, once we get into the episode. Um, Moment airily. Moment airily. I have a rare bone disease. <laughs> prevents me from pronouncing the T in Planet Arium. That is still one of the all-time best South Park jokes. A rare bone disease that prevents me from saying the T in Planet Arium. But he works in a planetarium, so of course he has to say the word planetarium all the time. And it would have just been thrown in there like, it, it'd just be fucking funny if we did this. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> it's no such a specific thing. Yeah. Well, oh, Petey, so why good. don't we just go ahead and jump into... Good news, everyone. Ooh, I'd be happy to. Um, For once I was not behind on the trigger there. I know. Well, yeah, so we, we still don't have a, like, uh, you know, one of those, like, military signs, like... <laughs> That oh, you I would mean do like for hand signals or something? Um, oh, what's in, the thing with the flag communication terms. called? Uh, the, Navy, the like Navy flag communication where you like do hand and flag movements. It's like Morse code, uh, but for oh, flags. that's called uh, flags for JAG, which is of course which is the just show about judicial, the naval judge, judicial judge attorney judge, general judge attorney general. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I believe that is correct, but uh, after a quick Google, Judge Advocate General's Corps. Okay, so I did Which, have of course, two, we, we both knew. two words right. And I did have two <laughs> words right. Yeah, it's close enough. Judge. Um, so my good news is that you're going first when we um, talk about good news. Okay. My good news. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was going to get hoisted by my own petard there, and you're going to be like, actually, my good news is that you're going first. But yeah, okay, <laughs> continue. No, I wasn't going to make an endless loop of, <laughs> of us not wanting to say the good news. Um <laughs> Well, my good news is, I mean, it's still a little bit of a ways off, but uh, my girlfriend and I are going to take a nice trip uh, next month down to the World Games in Alabama. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm really excited. She got me tickets to the climbing event for my birthday last year, so it's finally coming up, but we've been excited for this trip for a while. Um, are you guys going to, like, dress up for, like, the games? Like, are you going to, like, I feel like you could go two ways, right? You could be, like, the, like all clad and 4th of July spectacle USA gear. Mm-hmm. Or you could be like, oh, I'm like a Bay Area guy. I need to get ready. So like I'll knock a few of my front teeth out. I'll gain 30 pounds and wear like oh, just solely overalls that have a butt flap that you can so like, like blend in. Go to the outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Get like a very, very oversized MAGA hat and like, I don't know, maybe like missing a couple fingers from fireworks displays that you put on at some point. I can't think of anything anything more Alabama, honestly. Um, well, that's a good question, and sadly, the answer is no. I'm not going to do either of those things. Likely, my okay, main concern well. will be to not be super fucking hot because it's the south, oh, so it's going to be yeah. hot and humid. Which it gets warm in the Bay Area, but it does not get like humid hot the Mm-mm. way like, the South and the Midwest do. So, does the South get like inordinately hotter than the Midwest does in the summer? Like. Granted, it's probably hotter for longer periods, but like yeah, I think it's more like hotter for longer. The extremes like, aren't. I feel there. like the deserts are where it's like hotter than anywhere else. Right, your favorite or part like of the Florida, meal as well. I guess. Florida will be like in the hundreds, um, but it's just consistently hotter probably in the South generally. But obviously, yeah. like in the Midwest, <clears throat> we still get like upper nineties and stuff a decent amount in like August. But we also. We also get like some um, humid days, but we don't get a whole lot of like swampy days because like they literally live in the fucking swamp. Like the by, <gasps> pardon me, the bayou and shit is down there. Like the Everglades bayou, like that biome generally is just always swampy as hell. That's true. Um, Alabama, I'm not really super sure of its geography, but you know, the it, capital the, is Mobile. The games are in Birmingham, which is on the northern side of the state, I think. So it is closer to Tennessee, which is sort of mountainous. So maybe there's still some hills and such. When you drive through, are you going to use that pickup line on your girl? Wait, what? You're the only 10 I see. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, I actually 100% will. I, I do, was going to say you have I do to. corny lines like that all the time. And she's like, <laughs> she'll be like, stupid. And then she'll be like, but actually she secretly likes stupid. it. Stupid. <laughs> Have you seen that Eartha kit of when she's like laughing, throwing her head back, and then she goes, stupid, and like <laughs> looks at the it. camera. Oh, my gosh. That's just what it reminds me of. It's very funny. Um, so this uh, episode mm. is um, oh, sure. about Daniel's sure, good Sure. Go news. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so here's my, my thing. Here's my thing. Sorry, PD, is that 
I can either remember the the timing <laughs> or I can remember that we do segments. I cannot remember both of them at the same time. So today, okay. Petey and I are going to record some exclusive content later. So that's just a plug to get onto the Patreon. Mm, it's a butt uh, plug to the Patreon, baby. Or ship captain level support. And you'll be able mm-hmm. to hear the, ex- the exclusive content. But mm-hmm. I, when I'm trying to keep the episode going, I cannot remember where in the, the record we are. I just, <laughs> I just I'm like, move forward, go to the next step. It's fine, it's fine. Uh, yes, that's fair. And my you're also keeping us honest. I'll allow it. Uh, be lucky I'm not litigious today, just I so know. you know. Do you want me to give you a gavel banging just for you that's yours to me? Yes. Oh, all, right, all right, all right. All right. Point taken, counselor. Okay, counselor. Point counselor. Counselor, proceed. We're going to be here all day. a larger gavel to the courtroom, so now <laughs> he is the judge. <laughs> he is the alpha judge. I am now the beta judge, but I will still be presiding over this court. <laughs> Joke's on you. I'll always be a sigma judge. <laughs> Six sigma. Um, my good news is also travel-related, so I just booked a uh, ticket to go take care of Maple. Maple, my brother's dog up in Portland. So he's moving to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Talk about hot deserts, am I right? Mm-hmm. Um, hot deserts. My favorite's probably molten chocolate lava cake, but yeah. Anyways, um, I like a I liked um, a baked Alaska. Oh, oh, someone called Katy Perry. This bitch is hot and cold. Um, hot. It's hot in my <laughs> office. Right it's now. hot as shit. Yeah, I know. It's hot as fuck out. It's great. But no, so I'm excited. I'm going to go up there like for 10 days uh, while they're gone and take care of Maple and hang the out. The length of and Chance the Rapper's suspension that is the story behind the first mixtape 10-day? Uh, or so I've been told. Correct. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, so I mean, I know mine are always like, you know, going to go do that. But no, I'm not even going to – I'm going to see him for like one day. And then I get like Reign of the Castle – and they have uh, so many good snacks up there, so I'm very excited. It's basically like being at Laura's house uh, when her when unsupervised, her around, unsupervised around the snack cabinet that was like brimming with. I mean, their like, pantry the most, was just snacks. It was literally the most illustrious group of like forbidden snacks in anyone's oh, yeah. home, like gushers, oh, Swiss cake rolls, like the sweetest nutter butters, the sweetest best snacks, and it was not like oh. You can't have those. My brother wants them. It was like, no, nobody wants these. Just go eat it. Yeah, you it's like they're so it. used to all these dank ass snacks that they don't even. Want <laughs> yeah, them they become blasé like, to them. Bored. And meanwhile, you yeah. and me are like, I haven't seen this since like 1998. Like, <laughs> <laughs> before my mom read health books. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's like a Christian seeing the Holy Grail, like. Like effervescing glory coming out of the actual cabinet. Yeah, just like golden <clears> rays <throat> sort of shine off of everything in there. But no golden raisins because raisins raisins are not a snack. Just to be clear. Correct. Raisins are a dessert. They're so rich and sweet. Oh it's my absolutely god! Crazy. All right. Next. Next segment. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> uh, I just, so I guess the point here is that if I want Daniel to stop talking, you should compliment raisins. Or any health foods, quinoa, <laughs> kale. We'll move Remember right. Remember when along. we saw that old people commercial that was like, for a delicious dessert, mash up a banana and <laughs> put grape <laughs> Jack halves <LeLane>. in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah Jack Lane. Out of here. 
so bad. Meanwhile, my uh, mom well, this- a few weeks ago sent me a recipe for some sort of banana pudding that was literally just like mashed up bananas that you like froze and then like stirred around oh. or something like that. Oh my God. Hard pass. Also, bananas disgust me. They're the most phallic fruit and they still disgust me. It's uh, quite an anomaly. All but. right. I, uh, just for time's sake, I will not litigate on that. Uh, I do have – I do disagree oh, yeah. with you. But you were – well, let's do, let's do a quick one because this also goes back to element. All right. Counsel, I know that every day for lunch from first to fifth grade, you brought peanut butter, banana, and honey sandwiches on oh. whole wheat. No. Approach the bench. <laughs> you, you approach my bench. Okay, you may be I'm the alpha bench. courtroom in this courtroom, but this is my home field advantage, okay? Okay, okay. We put the judge. coin. All right, we so the coin before you were right about two of those ingredients, but bananas were not on it. It was a peanut butter honey sandwich on a wheat bread. Wait, I thought it always had banana no, slices it on it. never had banana slices on it. Wait a minute. Your in fact, honor, I didn't really are you sure start- you're not misremembering what you ate every day and – I thought was gross. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically know, just I a peanut s- butter and jelly, but it's bee jelly. Yeah. It's because I think jelly. just early on I was like, oh, I actually kind of prefer honey over jelly. And my dad just kept making me lunches like that. And then it just became a habit after that. But now as an adult, because I really didn't have that many PBJs as a kid, I actually love PBJ because it's like not played out for me. Oh, I used to have a boyfriend who used to make me um, P-U-B-E-J's. <laughs> P-U-B-J's. <laughs> Which sounds Which actually very uncomfortable. Jam on your pubes. <laughs> on your pubes. <laughs> okay, that anyway. That would be the worst. It would literally just get t- be Sticky. like a literal – no, it would be the Pokemon Tangela. Like it would be yes. like Sick. <laughs> blue from the jelly. <laughs> Sick. All right, Tangela pubes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna need. There we go. Thank you. I need. I need some punctuation. I am going to also insert that sound because we do need to move on. And despite now talking about the timing for 20 minutes, we have gone. <laughs> We haven't even started talking about the episode. So Okay, let me do it. Let me do it. You did the intro, I'll do the I'll do the over or the forecast. All right. Well, don't get too deep into it. Give us the overview first. I won't. <clears throat> Matt Greening was born November 12th, 19. 19- <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he was actually born November 12th. I'm gonna be impressed, but I don't think he was. Uh, no, so problem with poplars again, we, there's a lot of space travel. This is where we kind of get into some of the like more um cornier dorky tactics of the Omicronians. They're not kind of put in as a plot device to be evil. They're like, oh, here are the intricacies of their species. You get some enda-enda and lure back and forth, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously learn about where they came from. You do get some some fishy Joes, which doesn't really play a big role in a lot of the rest of it, but it does uh, come up a few different times. And um, obviously, lots of good Zap Brannigan too. I forgot he was even in this episode, but there's a lot of really good Zap content too. Um, there are some good Zap ones in here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think the plot is actually pretty short, so we don't really need to give a full overview because honestly, I didn't have a whole lot written down other than quotes. Like the plot is like pretty much like four sentences. It's not. It's like relatively quick. Okay, so you gave the overview for everything except for the plot, which is the main point of the overview. Um, but the plot, that's what I'm saying is that the plot is so quick. Like if I were to give the plot overview, that's like the entirety of the thing. Yeah, that's the point. 
We they find a nest on a planet and then they eat okay, it because it tastes if good. If you're gonna take an attitude <laughs> about it, then I'll just do it. Jeez, right. You know what? That's why we're a team. You know we can tag <laughs> exactly. Team this. And you know what? You can just take a bus back to Nutley. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you get Please. on a bus? Tonight? Please, sir, may I have some audio? <laughs> Excuse me, did you say 10.15 to Nutley? Nutley? Wise, yes. Yes, I did. I did. Um, so, yeah, basically, uh, Planet Express crew, uh, they step, stop on a planet and they're looking for food. And they find um, they find poplars and it's basically like fried shrimp. And they're so delicious that they start selling them. And then Fishy Joe picks them up and they start selling like billions of them. Um, and basically we find out that the poplars are just the young of the Omicronians. So they're like little seedlings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Omicronians get mad and there's sort of like a crisis of like the Omicronians in order to get even want to just like eat all the humans. Um, so that is kind of the, the, the big uh, overarching plot there, but as Daniel we do, said, it is. Should we do ratings and trivia now? Because oh the episode's God. over. The <laughs> right now is we do this every week, PD. I go, over, we go over the plot. I know, in but short, this just so quick. <laughs> like so, you then did all my notes. <laughs> you're like it's I was so waiting quick for it the whole time too. To not say anything that doesn't make any sense. Jeez, okay, maybe I need to get on a bus to Nutley. I feel like I'm the one taking crazy pills here. I you are not. Bus back to Nutley. <laughs> Wait, we have two. We have two different ones. Yeah. Oh God, I didn't know. I got to get my No, so so we we basically are in the ship, and they've just completed a delivery to. Uh, not the schmoozer the, planet, the what is it? The planet. The moocher planet. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Fry is is making all these jokes or uh, observations about the moochers and how much he hates them. And I love that Bender comes in as the ship's, ship's chef. Um, and he's like, well, the moochers cleaned us our pantry out except for uh, baking soda and capers. So here it is. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like a silver platter of white powder and capers like in it. Yeah. Which sounds so disgusting. 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 Yeah. I did disgusting. love. I did the, I love the idea, PD. Which I thought of with the Moocher planet. They're probably a planet where they're primary. They're super reliant on tourism because if they're all Moochers, oh, they can't really yes. mooch off each other because they don't really have anything. So they have to have like tourist, like tourists aliens come to the planet. Tourists come to the planet so that they can mooch off of them. Right, and a mooch-based economy, if one will. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that pretty much is tourism. Like, that's why all the prices are hiked up. That's why people take advantage of them. That's why, like, you know, well, it's a, it's a little bit more it. complicated than that, but but at the base of it, right? Like, you're pretty much just waiting until someone comes to town to pay you money because the goods and services that you offer aren't necessary to your own uh, private economy within the, within the city. Right, but I, like, I, that makes I would never dangerous. go to Pier Thirty Nine to ever eat. Or drink or get anything other than candy because they sell sky bars there. Okay. They do sell sky bars there? Why aren't you buying They have a one bunch a of week? 60s. <laughs> like, I couldn't just buy a box from Amazon. I like, have to like, go on a pilgrimage. <laughs> because I still have to live under the, the sort of like premise that like they're impossible to find except for at the, uh, at the hospital, gift shop, hospital gift shop. <laughs> By the way, uh, people don't know a sky bar is one of the most genius candy bars <clears throat> ever invented. It is four yes. sort of compart- chocolate square 
not squares, I guess cubes. Cubulo- uh, you wouldn't want to put it in a tube. It's like four segments, each with a different filling. Uh, so there's yes. a marshmallow one, a peanut one, a caramel one, and a fudge one. And they're yes. simply delightful. And for people like me who have hard decisions on what candy bar do I want to get, it's an easy decision with Sky Bar because it has all of them. Sky Bar. If you lived in the 60s, you probably enjoyed it. If you lived a day, disappointment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but it is dank. We love them. But yeah, and I love that when they come back, they're trying to name the poplars. Um, and basically, Bender's like, hey, these remind me of. Um, now I'm Oh, yeah. Like, so, so he calls fried, them, like, hey, it's a hole full, or, or hey, it's a, a, a ditch full of fried shrimp. And Bender's like, no, you idiot. It's more like a hole full of fried prawns. <laughs> That is one. Like, that was one of the one-liners I wrote down. Bender just has a yeah, lot of corrections of, of fry, but I was also talking about Bender says that they should be called. Basically, he's like they're tasty and something else, and basically he wants to call them tasticles. Tasticles. Yeah. And then Leela's <clears throat> basically says, "Oh, that's too much like those fr- frozen Rocky Mountain oysters." Tasticles. Tasticles. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was really clever. Love a good Rocky Mountain oyster. I think I've had them once fried and they're like just chewy and gross. But uh, yeah, so basically they, they start like almost getting addicted to these poplars as they're eating them out of the hole in it's the like ground the, that they find them. It's like <clears> the way Fry drinks the slurm. Yes. Ex- yes. It's very akin to Fry's Where slurm they, addiction. No one can stop eating them. Right, and and so they end up determining that there's only one name left on the market, which is Poplars. So they they name them Poplars and begin to sell them on the street on a street cart, uh, which they're getting tough um, tough competition from the, the hot, hot dog, dog guy. guy. And Bender's like, "Hey, pal, is this or is this where you want the rat droppings drop?" And he's <laughs> yeah. like, "Ew!" and leaves. And the vendor's like, "Hey, you're not the rat dropping guy." <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I was like, now it begs the question of like, what does he need the rat droppings for? <laughs> right. Or oh, I think it's just like a hot dog joke, right? Like it's such low hanging fruit to be like, hot oh, dogs, no. those are made of like pig hooves. Oh, I thought it was more of just like how unclean it was to have. Oh, like, yeah. Dual per- Bender's like, whole thing is that it's it would never be necessary for someone to order the rat droppings, but it's just a universally disgusting thing. But yes. Then we, but then him actually needing them is like, oh, okay, what part does he need them for? Because it's not like a hot dog right. guy makes the hot dogs. True. Yeah, also, Bender is like the worst chef in the universe, so he doesn't really have a robo leg to stand on. I did love, too, there's a moment where when they're finding the poplars, he's like trying to get them to like eat like sautéed rocks with mud or something. <laughs> yeah. And then after they're like, like, oh, these poplars are so good, he's like, they might even taste good with some they mud. They go great with mud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like trying to get them to eat mud. He's like really trying to push it on him. Like, why? What's the point? But yeah, oh, so God. basically they start selling them for a dollar a dozen and Fishy Joe comes by and is like, oh, these are great. Like, I'd love to sell them. And the, he's like, ask them how much they're selling them for. So he tells them and he's like, you'll never make any money that way. How about this? How about I sell them in my restaurant for $2 a dozen and I'll even pay you a dollar a dozen? As as a capitalist, I was thinking about this and I was like, actually, that is not a bad deal at all. No, it's really not, especially this day and age of inflation. Oh, true. Think about how much like a popcorn shrimp thing would cost you at a fast food. No, no, no. It's not a bad – true. Well, yes, $2 a dozen is not bad. But uh, 
I was saying that for the Futurama crew because all they have to do is source them. They don't have to brand. They don't have to advertise. They don't have to prepare. They don't have to sell. How expensive is like the fuel to get there? Nibbler makes it for free. But how much does he have to eat? Like three whales a week. uh, The whale bill adds up, okay? I'm looking over. But I was going to say, honestly, it's not like like, – what I'm saying is like you wouldn't want to put it in a tube. I have, I have something else thing, I want to adjudicate. It's a problem. It's have a problem no thing, kid. No, but <laughs> I just think it's funny that he's like, you're never going to make any money that way. And then he basically makes it them indifferent. Like he's not paying them any more for it. He's just paying them right. the exact amount, same amount. So, but he also has the network of restaurants to sell them. I'm just saying it's a great deal for them. It's a funny joke. I get it, but it's a great deal for them. Okay. And okay. I wasn't disagreeing with you, and I was just trying to explain <laughs> about how funny it was, and then you ruined it. It makes it funny when you explain it to death, and then you understand <laughs> it too well. And that's what, that's what everyone laughs at. And that's, and that's really how I learned from the top comedians of our time to tell a joke. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is 100% right. Uh, Kathy Gifford taught me that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but also, so, so one other thing I want, or point of, of – perhaps contention I wanted to bring up was because the way that that scheme is laid out, right? Like you're only making a dollar a dozen. Why don't I sell them and give you a dollar a dozen? That seems to me like fishy Joe should have been Abner double deal. Right. It's like kind of, he's the businessman. He's always in kind of some kind of sleazy deal. He's always out there looking to make a a quick, cheap buck. So he would be totally happy, you know, killing this, the, the young of this planet to, go out there and I was like this is perfect Abner, Abner double deal and I was like well I guess Fishy Joe was a new character they wanted to introduce and maybe they thought that they were going to do more because this is right around the time that I'm pretty sure Super Size Me came out or there was a lot of consternation in the media about fast food it's linked to obesity so I'm guessing that they created Fishy Joe because they thought they thought that they were going to use a fast food restaurant tour character a lot more frequently than they ended up doing so I don't know I I think that's a speculation. Good, that's a good speculation, but I don't think I think you're overthinking <clears throat> it. I do agree Abner Double Deal would be a great person to have in that position of offering them the mm-hmm. deal, but I think like Fishy Joe is one just to play on Long John Silvers, right? So Right. There's Wait. that. <laughs> I never put that together. Oh my god. <laughs> I never and I fucking I mean, what's love the one real fast food restaurant that's like mainly that serves does seafood? Fish, seafood. Oh, and it's fried. Let me too. tell you, fish planks, chicken, two fish planks, two chicken planks, four hush puppies, crispy bits at the bottom, a large Dr. Feff to wash it all down. Maybe you are in heaven for the first eight minutes we of digestion. To, remember that time we went to Brock's radio show and got Long John Silver's? And we got Long John Silver's. That was a dream. That was a weird night. It was fun, but it was weird because it was just like it was so definitely different than. And it was like we like, have to sit here and be quiet while Christian music was being played. <laughs> well, it was cool for me because he played a couple like of my songs, so I was. Like, oh oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! Like, that was really because cool. okay. that was like what the summer after freshman year, probably. Yes, because yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was see, home for the summer, and I'd already kind of I didn't really start really doing a lot of music until end of senior year of high school, freshman year of college. So I think mm. that lines up. Um, but now whenever I think of Long John Silver's, that's what I think of that time. Oh, before that, I hadn't been in maybe 15 years, 12 years. Oh, wow. See, we like, had, I was like a little we, tiny we kid Long John the last Silver's. time I had been. 
there was a long john oh my god there was a long john silvers that was right behind my grandparents church so whenever we went for like the spaghetti dinner all those wretched horrible things you had to go eat from like the octogenarians who were overcooking goddamn near everything in the kitchen and serving you mashed bananas for dessert Yes, with grape halves. You go outside and smell that enticing allure of LJS. Oh, my God. Now I want Long John Silver. The Church of LJS. The Church church of Long John Saints. (laughs) I was going to say it's the Holy Trinity. Long John and Silver. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're digressing again. Uh, So... We, we kind of get to this um, <clears throat> point where we see that there's they, they have this this ticker sign very similar to, oh, to yeah, the McDonald's. McDonald's one billion burgers sold or one billion one million burgers sold and um, we like kind of go through this um, what do you montage. call that montage and I love that there's one of like everyone going to the quote tube through yes, yes and yes. the tube that goes through and everyone's going and like Zoeyberg is like I don't have any money and it, holds and it, it, it starts like a traffic jam in the tube <laughs> <laughs> but I love that Zoeyberg has the audacity to go to the thing and then you're like, <laughs> maybe they'll give it to me even if I don't have any money. <laughs> Knowing that it's going to hold everyone up. But yeah. That's actually kind of smart because they're going to lose out on customers if they don't get him through. So who knows? But I can't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's only $2 too. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, it's also only literally $2. When I loved it on the sign when they're saying – there's a moment where the sign is ticking up and then it gets to a million. But past that, there's another time where it shows the sign. And instead of saying like, oh, like one billion served or whatever, it uses scientific notation. So it says yeah, like yeah. 3.8 times 10 to the 10 served. <laughs> right, which is like an insane number. I, I do love that. Yeah, and you hear later be like about, 38 uh, billion? Um, yeah, I think so. I think that's – uh, if I doing quick mental math, ten times ten times three point eight is yeah, correct. Because six zeros is a million and nine zeros is a billion, so ten would be. And you have three point eight plus nine zeros, thirty-eight billion. Maybe there's trivia about that later. I don't know. You son of a. No, I don't have that. That's not one of my <laughs> questions. Because it was on the sign, uh, PD. So we do have our our new guidance. Uh, don't worry. There's, there's vocal, vocal. PD, you sound like one of the dwarves from Snow White, the one who's like <laughs> drunk or whatever. Drunky, yeah. It's like, it's like, <laughs> and so like why bu- bubbles coming out of his nose? And stuff. Yeah, bubbles all the time. You're like, where's the elderberry schnapps? <laughs> <laughs> He probably buys potions from the witch to get drunk on. Oh my god, I bet it, that's exactly which is like a prescription and alcoholism addiction. It's I guess. a prescription painkiller. <laughs> the witch is actually just a doctor. <laughs> she, she's giving out like oxycontin potions. Yeah, she's like a corrupt doctor. <laughs> He's getting oh, getting the dwarves hooked on prescription medication <laughs> and then chart hiking up the price. I did hear her last name was Purdue, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, but yeah. So we see this like explosion in poplars until um, Leela is 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 lambasting Fry because he's leaving his dirty poplar buckets around, and she realizes that one of these little poplars can talk and says "Mama" to her, and so she goes and slaps the buckets out of everyone's hand. 
simultaneously yeah, she realizes, the fear oh, out of Bender's hand. These are like intelligent beings. Um, we shouldn't be eating them. Yeah, yeah. And so <clears throat> the Planet Express ship, uh, I believe, gets back from the uh, delivery to find a bunch of protesters. And we have we see the introduction of Free Waterfall Junior. Yes, uh, who is he? The supposed to be the son of the lawyer who requests a satanic funeral. The one who's like, his, I've his got name a, is something. If I've got a right? limb, if you name a limb and a planet, I've lost it on it or whatever. It on it, yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's or I've like, been shot in it on it or something <clears> like that. Yeah, I've been shot in it on it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like. Something Waterfall Senior. It would make sense, but I don't know. I can't confirm that at this time. Counselor, I cannot uh, confirm nor deny that at this time. Oh, his name is literally Old Man Waterfall. Okay, so they are related. Yes, so Free Waterfall Junior is literally his son. Okay. And actually, they have the same color hair. Okay, when I love that uh, the professor's like, get off my property. And he's like, you can't own property. property. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's because I'm not a penniless hippie. <laughs> hippie. Yeah, that was such, such a good roast. <laughs> oh, he's the grandfather, according to the Futurama oh, fandom okay. wiki. That would make sense. Free Waterfall too. Junior. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> so... And I forgot there's also Frida Waterfall. <laughs> Free and Waterfall and Frida Waterfall. Um, but yeah, so we kind of get this this back and forth. I also love that Free Waterfall Jr. is like, um, that's not true. You don't need to eat meat. We taught this lion to eat tofu. <laughs> yes. It's like. <laughs> it's like so <laughs> emaciated and it just coughs <laughs> twice. I love it. I just wrote yes. down the tofu lion's cough. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a wheezy cough. I love that. Which is so funny because oh. like I've definitely seen – I feel like there's like videos on the internet of like some lady who's like, you do not – like I feed my dog or like my cat like an all-vegan diet and like they do not need meat. Yes. Like look, it even prefers like vegan food over meat and it will be like – some meat or like normal dog food or whatever versus like some fresh thing that she's typically giving it. And it will like immediately go for immediately the normal goes dog the meat. food. Yeah. 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 It's like, this is 10 times better than what I eat. And she's like, we, this is not how it worked at home. And everyone's like, mm, yeah. Okay, mm, like. That's just an animal's instincts kicking in being like, <laughs> I need these nutrients. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't even know if they realize it's meat or not, but they know they need it. Right. Because if um, someone it's it's not necessarily easy to get all the macros you need as a vegan. It's obviously possible, but you do need to pay very right. special attention to it if you weren't always a vegan. Um, and so, if someone is not, if someone's dumb enough to do that to their dog or or pet or whatever that is like naturally right. a carnivore, then like they're probably not smart enough to give it all of the like the very nutrients that it, needs. that it actually needs. Yeah. Right. Like these, these kibbles are like formulated to have all the vitamins and minerals and shit that a dog needs to like, you know, keep it healthy and shiny. At least like the good food. I mean, obviously like low shelf imes or whatever is just like protein. Is imes low shelf? It is now, I think. Oh, because it's gotten a lot of buffalo. trouble and stuff. Yeah, Imes was like doing some bad shit for a while, I think. Maybe they were grinding horse hoofs up. Maybe they were using soylent materials. <laughs> I don't know. The only reason we don't fan. eat humans is because they <laughs> taste bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is also, I found to be not true because obviously they still have soylent products 
in the in the future. Oh years. yes, yeah, that is true. Soylent, yeah, they already did that. It was called Soylent Cola. How was it? Varied from person to person. <laughs> <laughs> what a great line. I know. Um, so Free Waterfall Jr. and uh, basically con- and Leela basically convinced the crew to start fighting against poplars and letting people know that they're intelligent. We get on another montage of the crew going out and trying to stop everyone from eating them, painting. I, I love uh, Bender's and Bender's sort of protest to it is him. It, yeah. One, it sounds like a Dr. Seuss uh, poem, and two, it also kind of sounds like a radio commercial because he's like. Don't he's like, please don't eat poplars with the new honey mustard sauce. Yeah. Please don't dip please them don't in our them. sweet and sour barbecue <laughs> yeah. or whatever. But also it's the like the 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 verbiage in it too. I'm gonna I'm gonna amalgamate both those things you said and say it's like a 1950s commercial where it's like, don't eat poplars on the go. Don't eat poplars with the wife. Don't eat poplars in front of the kids. Yeah, like, exactly. it's like all these situations where it's like, please do do this. And that was like cutting edge advertising back then. Oh, yeah, um, to be like, we're saying the opposite of what we want consumers right, to do. Right. Do you, th- do you think the housewives are going to get it, Bill? <laughs> like, I don't know, Terry, it's, it's a gamble. It's 10 a.m., and I've had my second bourbon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm on my fourth bourbon, and it's 10 a.m., but I'm guessing so. Have the girl bring in lunch. <laughs> they Okay, I will, I'm not going to lie. 1950s and 1960s guys are the type to have, like, a 10, 30, 11 a.m. lunch. And it's just like... One of those like yes. gross, plain ass um, sandwiches that they used to have in movie. If you're watching oh. an old movie and it's like a fancy couple and they go have a picnic or eat a lunch, and it's like the most flavorless looking like it. It looks lunch like meat it's sandwich like, on like white bread with no crust. And I'm not. Yeah, like I'm the not wedges. The way that you would see it at a tea party. Everything in it looks like it's been processed to the nth power. Like it's like the bread doesn't even look like actual white bread does today. The meat is like bologna that's been extruded into another bologna. <laughs> like, yeah, it's bologna it's extruded been preserved. Into, yeah, into a turkey, into a, another a bologna. Toberkey. Balerkey. Bologna. Balerkey. That's malarkey, counsel. Um, but yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. So so they basically got on this crusade. Leela ends up going on the news. And um, this is what I was referencing earlier when she's like trying to talk against Fishy Joe. And this is also unfortunately still accurate today if you have like v- widely varying opinions. And then there's like a 2v1 panel. And then there's like Free Waterfall Jr. who's like, Shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. You shut up. Shut up. Yeah, let me talk. Um, just yelling over each other, but what I have Bender written down a quote. Bender, do <laughs> then it Wait, cuts what? off. Oh yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he's like I can't remember he's saying he's doom freaking or out. Don't. He's saying doom. Uh, we're gonna be doomed, but he sort of is cut oh, off yes. by the camera cutting back to the TV of yes, because the Omicronians are invading their like war or whatever. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So the Omicronians invade during this 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 <clears throat> conversation online, online on TV, on television, on television, and um, they basically say, "Hey, you're eating all of our young. Now we're going to eat all you guys." We go to the Hoboken, New Jersey headquarters of Dupe to see Zap Brannigan. Um, He's like negotiating. Yeah, negotiating yeah. with the Omicronians. Yeah, and he's like. Mm, they'd be delicious with some guacamole because he's it's eating guacamole. Right in front of them. <laughs> yeah, 
Lurch, I guess we're not guacamole. Like, that's so funny because it does some, like, I enjoy it, but it does somewhat bother me when he's like, parmesan and cheese, guacamole. But I do enjoy that about Zap, that he's just, like, so confident and arrogant that he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Mispronouncing words all the time. Well, and then so they sort of like Kiff points out like, oh, we've eaten more of the young than there are humans on Earth. Um, so he comes up with like uh, uh, a compromise. And when when Zap comes out to the rest of the crowd that's like waiting at the the dupe uh, headquarters, he is sort of like, I love that he uses this phrase using the twin guns of grace and tact. <laughs> He, they came up with a compromise, which is, okay, they'll just eat one human, the human who found the poplars originally, which is Leela. And so everyone's yes. cheering, except for Leela, who's going, boo! Boo! She's the one who wanted to have Bender are looking at her like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, yeah. this is obviously the best course of action. Yeah, I did. Love, I did. I did thoroughly enjoy that. Lila was like totally changing her tune because she's not really a selfish character. She's a very selfless character always, and she kind of gets to be gets to play the role of like self anything uh, but this. Yeah, self involved exactly. idiot. Like, yeah, I'd rather yeah, exactly. everyone die than just me die. Yeah, because so. I die in both cases. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So damn you. Damn if you do. Damn if you don't. Right, exactly. Um, so Zap comes up with this cunning plan while they're backstage at Madison Cube Garden where the eating is going to take place live, presented by Fishy Joe's Walrus Juice. <laughs> Ride the walrus. Ride the walrus. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, was, I wrote that down and I was like, well, no, he's going to remember that for trivia. That's I definitely wrote it down. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Ride the walrus. Presented by Fishy Joe's. Ride the walrus. Ride the walrus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Zap's plan is basically to replace Lilo with like an orangutan, and he, and he's like, I have this hideous orangutan that looks exactly like Lila, um, yeah. and it's like an orangutan. They wheel an orangutan out that's like already got Lila's tank top and pants and boots on, and mm-hmm. she's like, it looks nothing like me. The hair is all wrong, and so uh, <laughs> Zap is like, don't worry, Kiff is going to take care of that. He's an expert stylist, and then he sort of like references, like he's like, how do you think I His look so hair. good? Um, yeah. And then Kiff is sort of doing like uh, he's like prettying the orangutan up. He adds like a purple ponytail the way that like Leela has it, and then like an eye patch to make it look like it's just yeah. has the one eye. And they're like, Kiff, how's it going? And he's like, Please, I'm creating. I'm creating. Which is the only time I can ever recall that Kiff sasses back Zap. There's maybe like one or two other times, like later, later seasons, like because there's definitely. A couple moments of Kiff getting courage oh. and bravery to save Amy. And she's, and he's stuff like, like that. yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, like you idiot. Yeah, that's very true. But um, one of the very few, at least. So the, they they wheel out the orangutan. It's like working at first, and I love the mm-hmm. Lur. It's like put in front of Lur. There's a waiter that's sort of like asking, oh, okay, yeah. like do you want a super, super salad? salad? He's like salad. He's like ranch or vinaigrette. Ranch he's or like, vinaigrette. vinaigrette. He's, he's like. Balsamic <laughs> or raspberry? <laughs> and then he just blasts him and like vaporizes him. It's like I don't want to talk about this anymore. Um, but I love, I love too. There's this detail that um, Lur has a bib on, and it has like an outline of a human on it, like the what you'd see on a mm-hmm. women's like bathroom door. And I realize I never thought about it before this watch through, but it's like when people wear like a crab bib when they're eating seafood yeah. and it has like a crab on it, but because like it was a, eat a human, lobster. Yeah. It had like a human <laughs> icon on it, which I never noticed I did that catch before. That. I did catch that. I thought that was cute. 
Um, I also love how he's like getting ready to eat the orangutan and he's like putting a shit ton of salt on it. And I was like, that is his wife is like, what I would do any human with your salt. So he puts the orangutan and is almost in his mouth until free waterfall junior comes out, ruins the whole thing, blows their cover. Then, uh, Lur is like, oh shit, you were right. He's about to eat Leela until the, the little, little poplar guy. that sits. The little poplar. Yeah, that little poplar came out, jumps in Leela's mouth and says, no, don't eat her. If you eat her, you eat me. She was kind to me. She was the one who saved me and kind of clarifies everything and brings everything kind of back to square one to, to wrap yeah. everything and up. And then the sort of like to satisfy Lur's hunger, he basically is like, well, he asked the little one, he's like, are you friends with any points to uh, Waterfall Junior? And mm-hmm. he's like, she, the little poplar is like, no. And then he just immediately eats the, <laughs> the hippie. But then I love that afterwards yeah. he starts to get like high as if he ate some sort of edible. He's like, whoa, like that hippie must have had something in him. And he's sort of like, yeah. looking at his, he's like, my hands are huge. Like he's on shrooms <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, keeps rubbing his cape. And yeah. He's they like, like drag him out. And then when they, they fly away, away in the fly away, when they fly away in their fly spaceships, away. he's like, I feel like I'm flying. <laughs> <laughs> because they literally are. Uh, so we wrap up at the uh, Futurama table to kind of give the uh, epilogue to the, the the series, and they're like, "We won't eat anything intelligent again." Past the dolphin, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> eating well, veal, the dolphin, like, eating all like the taboo foods. Lila's like, "You can't eat dolphin; they're smart." And Bender's like, "Well, this one lost all his money on lotto scratchers." They're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, what <laughs> yeah. an idiot! Like, it wasn't smart." <laughs> it's a case by case basis for each animal, exactly. Uh, well, gosh. so that wraps up the the episode. Petey, shall we do a little ratings bit of and then ratings? Trivia? Yes. So, how Petey. many poplars? Okay. Yes, uh, I couldn't. I couldn't think of any. I was going to say holes full of fried prawns, <laughs> a ditch of fried shrimp. <laughs> Obviously, that's a hole full of fried prawn <laughs> fry. <laughs> You idiot. Um, I would give this one, I would say, a solid four poplars. Yeah, I, I have episode. to agree, Petey. This is also a four out of five for me. Um, it seems like we do like the when there's a lot of one-liners in it. But I also think that the the premise itself is good. Like the first time I watched through this, I did not realize like what the, the twists and turns of it were going to be. Um, so it has like that good mix of kind of like 20th century stuff with the 30th century stuff. You know, you have like a Long John Silver's equivalent. Um, You have these like McDonald's, like fast food references, I guess, just generally. Um, Yeah. But then you also have like the kind of weird pomp and circumstance of like, oh, he's going to eat a human like on live TV or whatever. (laughs) Right. And all the trickery that goes into that. So I would agree. 20th century or 30th century adaptations on 20th century things like the tube through as a drive through was clever, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely I give this really a four out of five. And obviously for you, no. some space travel. Uh, okay, new rule must be space travel. Um, now it's time to pay the pipe up. Okay, PD, you get you get one trivia. Three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> three is a standard, Your Honor. It's not. Who is this episode brought to you by? You're already gonna know this. Fishy Joe's Walrus Juice. No. 100% Walrus Juice. Oh, no, 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 molten no. boron. 
Yeah. Nobody, Nobody does, does it like Molten Boron. Molten Boron. I did write down <laughs> Molten Boron jingle as my first note of the episode. <laughs> Me too. Uh, what is the other name that it, that was available besides Poplars? Oh, it was like Fizz, Fizzlers or something. Is that your final answer? No. Give me a hand. Oh. Uh, you get them on your you, – God damn it. Why did I – I was just oh. going to acquiesce immediately. Of course. Um, you get them on your face. Oh. Um, pimple whistles or something. No. Am I close? Kind of. With the, with, with the guess on my clue, you're close, but not the right word for that. Oh. But it's not pimple. It's – Blemish. It's now. I'm calling it. <laughs> it's zitzels. Oh, zitzels. Yes, poplars. I knew there was a Z in there. Okay, that's why I was saying the izzles. True, and I'll spare you from the third question because it's lots of math and it's going to take a long time, and I kind of have to pee. Three point eight times ten to the tenth power. You're correct. It's thirty-eight billion dollars. If they sold a dozen of those for two dollars each, they would have made seven point six billion dollars on that. However, we hear later Lur estimates that the humans have eaten one hundred ninety-eight billion poplars. How much money did Fishy Joe make of revenue on poplars? Three hundred and ninety-six billion. No, oh, how no, much it, revenue? It would divide, yeah. you divide by 12, divide by 12, and then multiply by two. Oh, what was the question? Per poplar? How much revenue did he make? No, on the, on the entirety. So you have 198 oh, billion poplars. Oh, by 12. Eaten. PD, I'm not going to do that. Because they come in a, they go into a dozen. You cannot make me do that. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you give me the answer, I'd consider this a win for you. But legally speaking, I can't physically make okay, you do that. Okay, but I already math. answered the original question, which was the anti math law of. The anti math. I know that you would litigate so hard if I asked you to divide 198 by 12 in your head. Your Honor, I will not be forced by big Calvinist government to be forced to do math when math is. That's what I thought. Let's be honest. Arabic. Those are Arabic numbers. I'm a Christian. Double jeopardy here (laughs) in that you asked two questions in a row without Alex Trebek (laughs) being present. God rest his zombie bones, wherever he may be. Okay, so I'm going to give right, that two I'll give out of three, you. and that's enough for Carl Castle on my home answering machine. Carl Castle Thank on the you VM, you got it. Okay. All right, now hit me with your best shot, Pat Bitchatar. Okay, so what is Leela referencing when she says that the um, they're, they've landed on a Type M planet? Infirmature. Huh? Infirmature. Type M? Yeah. What is she referencing? She says something right after that. I mean, I know what it is, but, for, <laughs> but you should, the, you, you should say it for our listeners. It, yeah, you should be clear listeners. for the listeners. Um, I was writing says, down the web, the, 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 my title and says, notes on that. There's, so there's at least going to be Roddenberries. What is that a reference I don't, to? I don't, I don't get it. Roddenberry? What like is that a twig and berries, like a dick? No, Gene Roddenberry is the creator of uh, Star Trek. Oh, I did not know that. That that was right over yeah, right says, over my. We've landed on a Type M planet, so there's at least going to be some rod and berries. 
and that's oh, like a Star Trek reference. Okay. Well, uh, consider me roasted on that. Okay. But I will take the next two questions you well, have. Well, PD, I only have two because I don't. I only do. I do two. Just then. To this have one's one for all the marbles. Well, no, this one's just... legally for all the marbles. Okay. <laughs> You're on. What are the What are the three? It's Pride Month, and I am right. <laughs> what are the three reasons to eat? Three reasons to eat? Yeah. Oh, uh, you can eat out of oh, my people of Earth. Yes, you can eat. There's you can eat for hunger or out of boredom, or <laughs> you're so close. Because you're horny. <laughs> no, but it is my favorite reason to eat, though. <laughs> because you're bored. No, it's there's because three. You gave two. Because you're bored, because you're hungry, because you are <laughs> trying to save money. No. Because you are. I'm surprised that you didn't get this one. <laughs> Horny? No. <laughs> it's because you want to become the world's fattest man. <laughs> Damn it, that is right. Son yes, of a bitch. I actually came up with some good trivia right. this week. You know what? I'll eat it. I'll eat that one. I fell flat on my fucking because you want to face. become the world's fattest man. Because <laughs> I want to become the world's fattest man, and I refuse to belittle the, the pursuit. <laughs> All right. Well, that looks like a clear victory for moi this okay. week. You had a victory right. last week, so. You need to go get some vapor rub. So you, nope. You need to go get some, nope. Hold on. <laughs> you need to go get some Vaseline so you can rub it in, bro. Okay, there you go. <laughs> the word um, rub shouldn't be in well, it. Well, thank you, guys. That's going to be it for us today, guys. Thanks for us yes. joining us this week. We covered season two, episode 18, The Problem with Poplars. Next week, we're going to cover season two, episode 19, Mother's Day, which I think this is oh, going to be yes. a, robot, a robot one, right? I believe, I, yes, if I'm remembering it correctly, I believe it's about the robo uprising. And um, so, as always, you can check us, you can get updates on Twitter at WTTWOT. That's uh, Welcome to the World of Tomorrow. And please do support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash world of tomorrow pod. World of tomorrow pod. Uh, if, you if you support us at the bending unit level or higher, you will get access to exclusive content, including the Tumblr Triple X After Dark episode that is already up there. And uh, wow, PD and I are wow. about to record another exclusive content. So, um, teaser, it is about our thoughts on the future, se the, the new season of Futurama that's going to come up yes. next year. And it's one of a series, most likely. We'll have, we'll, the more we get information, the more we're going to make these. Yes, we will continue updating folks on that. But um, that is going to be it for us this week. And thanks for joining, guys. Um, PD, do love you. Wanna, um, oh, PD, I love you too. Oh, that I'm was for the this for both. We love, we love, I, I love Magoy, but we also love all our listeners just for listening. The Patreon is great, but it's icing on the listening That's cake, folks. Well said, PD. Thank you for supporting <laughs> us just by listening, and uh, we'll catch you all next week. I gotta catch my bus back to Nutley. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Good, good, good news, everyone. Yeah.